Hello and welcome to the healthy, happy, and mostly sane entrepreneur. I'm your host, stress management consultant and coach and mostly sane entrepreneur, Ellen Leonard. Each week, I share my obsession with figuring out how to prioritize your own health and sanity while running a business, because I don't think you have to sacrifice your own health and well-being to be successful. So please stay tuned for today's episode full of actionable tools. And don't forget to hit subscribe to be sure you don't miss out on future episodes. This week, we are diving into how to stop being overwhelmed and wasting time on information. As an entrepreneur, a business owner, a consultant, freelancer, you have information coming at you from everywhere. You are overwhelmed. You are inundated with podcasts and emails and books and TV, everything that you are supposed to engage with. So how do you prioritize not only when you, what you're spending time doing, but also how you're spending your energy, right? Because your time is valuable, but so is your energy. On this week's episode, you will learn number one, how to not waste your valuable time and energy on the concept you consume or engage with on information. Number two, how to create a proactive plan to prioritize and curate the content that you do want to consume, that you do want to have in your life that is valuable and important to you. And number three, how to have more energy and free time while still getting done what needs to get done. So what do I mean when I talk about losing time and energy on the content that we are consuming, on the information in our lives? Let me tell you a little bit, a little story. So last week, I was going onto Facebook for a purely business reason that I for real can't even remember right now. Like I went on there for a specific purpose. There was something really specific I wanted to accomplish for my business on Facebook. Two hours later, I get off of Facebook and not only can I not remember what I went on for in the first place, I'm pretty sure I didn't get it done. And also nothing else happened in my business. So I wasted time doing that. I'm sure some version of that's familiar to you. But also I lost my energy and my momentum, right? I spent my valuable time and my valuable energy going down a rabbit hole of content, of information, because it's it's so addictive and it's so easy to do and it's so hard to resist. And you look up and suddenly you've accidentally watched an entire season of The New Girl on Netflix. And how in the world did that happen? I have no idea, but it happens. It happens to the best of us, despite our best intentions. So not only is content, this information, the things that we engage with from books to TV to podcasts to emails, and don't forget social media, not only are these things taking up our time, but they're taking up our energy in a variety of ways from things that we get emotionally engaged with, from things that we get upset about or angry about, to things that distract us from the actual purpose that we were engaging with that material with in the first place. 
So in today's episode, we are going to work on how to focus more effectively and prioritize what we're engaging with, how to make some tough choices and be a little more proactive in how we are engaging with this content and the information around us on a day-to-day basis. So I wanted to tell you about this really cool concept from Ayurveda that's applicable here. Now, if you don't know what Ayurveda is, I'm an Ayurvedic practitioner, but Ayurveda is considered an alternative form of medicine in the US, but in India where it originated some 5,000 years ago, it's just called medicine. So it's a holistic system of healing that views you as a whole person. And this is one of my favorite things about Ayurveda. It asks you to consider that you have to consume, you have to figure out how to digest everything that you encounter throughout your day. Okay, so I'm going to say that again. Ayurveda asks you to consider how you will digest or that you have to digest everything you encounter throughout your day. So when we think about digestion, we tend to think about what we eat and what we drink. But Ayurveda is asking you to view yourself as a whole person engaging with the whole world every stinking second of every day. It's exhausting to think about, I know. <laughs> but from everything you hear, right, to those soft, subtle sounds like the buzzing of your fluorescent lighting above your desk at work, to nicer sounds like uh, birds outside in spring, to louder sounds. Like uh, when somebody is playing a video game in the other room, if you have teenagers, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, Or if somebody's playing, you know, a rowdier or more violent film and uh, doesn't have their headphones on, right? So we've heard that. You can also overhear people arguing. You can also overhear feedback. So there's a lot of sounds coming into our life. And then also think about all the people you encounter all day long, including people who might be awesome and nice to you and you might enjoy your encounters with them to the person who cut you off in traffic or uh, maybe slammed the door in your face or yelled at you or a variety of other things that were probably less than pleasant, right? You have to figure out how to digest all of those interactions. And this includes, this includes what you read, what you see on TV, the news that you encounter throughout the day, the podcast you listen to, the music you listen to, uh, basically everything that is coming into your life, any form of content. And so I thought this was an interesting concept to bring in in today's podcast. Because when you think about what you're inviting into your life, what you are choosing to allow into your life through the information you consume, it can really shift your mindset and help you to make some of those tough choices that might actually make you healthier and happier and a little more sane in the end. So let's talk for a moment about all the different ways that you're engaging with information. And I'm only going to name a few because there are so many, right? You might listen to the radio when you're in the car. You might consume news through a variety of outlets, right? It's on your phone. It's on your computer. It's on the radio. It's in a newspaper. It's in a magazine. It's with a friend talking about it. It's in social media. 
And then all of those things exist on their own, right? All of those things are bringing information into your life from emails that fill up your inbox and distract you from what you might actually want to be working on to social media that so easily sucks us in to Netflix, the ease with which we can now watch and engage with such a variety of television and movies is ridiculous. Netflix just automatically plays that next episode. It's like I have no say in the matter to what we read, podcasts that you're listening to like this one right now. So when you think about all the different ways information comes at you, And that all of that is taking up time and energy. So how do you start to work on this? Because I understand that we are just going to scratch the surface of what is essentially a huge topic. But I wanted to give you a starting point to start to get back some control over something that can be so overwhelming and challenging that it can feel like you're drowning in information, especially If you're an entrepreneur who has a lot of research to do, you read a lot, you need that information to help your clients, to help your students, to help whoever it is you're working with. So it's important to have a plan. And so we're going to start with a plan that might help you shift your mindset about some of the content, some of the information you're engaging with currently, and will give you a starting point to begin to prioritize and start to make some choices about the things that you really do want to keep in your life that add value, that are worth it to you. And then maybe to notice and recognize some of the things that are in your life that you're like, I, I don't need that. That's not helping me. That doesn't give me anything. That doesn't add to my life. Why am I spending my time and energy on that? So as with all of these podcasts, you will find helpful information in the show notes that can help you walk you through the exercise we are about to do, including a free download that can walk you through, is this worth my time and energy as a worksheet to help you? But as we go through this, I'm going to ask that you bring into mind something that you engage with every single day, a form of information, of content. And try to be specific when you think about this. So maybe it's a newspaper or a really specific new show. Maybe it's an app on your phone. Maybe it's a podcast you listen to daily. Maybe it's Netflix and the show you're currently addicted to or a book that you're reading. Okay, so I want you to go ahead and pick one thing and bring that to mind. So the first thing I'm going to ask you to consider with this thing in your mind is is this essential for me to do my job? So is it essential for you to keep running your business, keep doing what you do, doing what you love? Is it essential? So take a moment to think about that. Is it really essential for you to be doing what you do? And let's say that it is. Let's say that your answer to that is yes, I have to keep doing this. This is something that is essential to my business. So I'm going to ask you another question about this. How do you feel when you interact with it. And I'm going to give you just two broad categories to pick because we want we want to try to make this as simple as possible, right? We don't want to give you more information overload. But category one is kind of the bad, quote unquote, bad category. So it makes you feel kind of crappy, angry, frustrated. It makes you feel tired. It makes you feel sad. Okay. Is that how it makes you feel? Or would it be more in like a good category? Like it makes you feel 
happy, glad, or satisfied, content. Those can be in the good category too. Okay, so think about how it makes you feel. If it's something that makes you feel good, if you think it's in the good category, then keep it. But if it's something that falls under the bad category, you don't feel so great when you interact with it, when you engage it with it, when you read it or listen to it or watch it, I'd ask for you to consider how can I change how I engage with this, right? How can you shift how you're engaging with this to lessen this negative impact? Because when we encounter things that are, have this bad feeling associated with them that make us feel crappy or angry or frustrated or tired or sad, that is taking up our energy, right? That is something that is zapping us of our energy. So how can you change how you engage with this piece of content, with this information? Are you going to do it for a set amount of time at a specific time? Because it's required for your job. So how are you going to kind of chip away at this, kind of attack it and make it so that you have a little bit more control over how it influences your life? Maybe you only do it when absolutely necessary and you make a clear set of guidelines for when it is absolutely necessary. Because this is a category of stuff that we don't have a choice in engaging with necessarily if it's required for our job. So we have to figure out a way to make it a part of our life that works for us, that supports us, that allows us to keep doing our job and doesn't completely drain you. So hopefully now you've got a better idea of how to maybe shift your mindset or begin engaging with um, the content you're required to do for your job a little bit differently in a way that works for you a little bit more effectively. So we're going to go ahead and change categories. So let's go back to that original question. Is this essential for me to do my job? Let's say that you said, no, that's not essential for me to do my job. It's just something I'm doing, right? So the next question I would ask is, does it add value? Is there something that's valuable that you're getting out of it? For instance, I probably wouldn't think that a lecture on how to do my taxes is necessary for my job, but it adds value to my life because it gives me a new skill, right? So I would say, yeah, that adds value. So that's worth it to me. Or reading a book on um, how to fix a sink, right? That's not necessary for my job, but it adds value to my life when I have a broken sink. So there's certainly things that add value, right? And they can add other kinds of value, right? Maybe you are learning Italian and so that adds value to your life. So when you think about whether or not it adds value to your life, consider all the different kinds of value it can add. Does it strengthen your relationships? Does it help you learn new and exciting skills? Does it make you better at something? Does it inform you about something that you're really interested in? Or there's value in things that are just plain fun. There's value in doing things for no other reason than you enjoy them. For example, reading the Harry Potter series over and over, does that add value to my life? Because it's definitely not essential for my job, but I think it does add value to my life. I really enjoy it. I still find it interesting. I like getting lost in the story and I like visiting those characters again. So it can add value in a variety of ways. So take a moment and consider if it adds value to your life. And let's say that 
as you thought about whether or not it added value, you came up with a no. Okay, so an example of a no for me might be watching New Girl again, right? It's on Netflix, it's free. Is that really a good enough reason to keep watching it over and over when Friends was on Netflix? Do I really need to watch any of those episodes again? No, those don't really add value to my life anymore. I, I think I'm kind of done with them. The next question I would ask if you, you're firm in the category of like, yeah, it's not really adding any value to my life then I'd ask you to consider, is it really worth your time and energy? As you are thinking about all the other things that you have to do in your life, all the other ways you want to spend your time and energy, all the other things that need to get done, is this worth your time and energy? And this might be a really tough one, right? You might love being on Instagram, but upon further reflection, It might not be adding the value it once did, and it might not be worth that much of your time or that much of your energy. So it's important to start to reframe how you're thinking about the things that you're engaging with. So let's take a step back and go back to this idea of does it add value? And let's say that your answer was yes. Yes, this adds value to my life. Yes, it does. And then I'd ask you to consider the next question. How do I feel when I interact with it? So we had this question before, but now this is something that adds value to your life. This is something you might really enjoy. So how do you feel when you interact with it? Are you feeling good category, like happy, glad, satisfied, content? Let's go ahead and keep that, right? Whatever that is. What if it's a meh? What if when you think about how you feel about this, you're kind of meh? You're like, ah, it's a habit. It's not really good. It's not really bad. It kind of takes up space. I'd ask you to consider, is it worth my time and energy? Hey, come back to that idea. Yeah, if I'm not really that excited about it, why am I spending time on it? I mean, I say it that simply, it, it it's really reducing your experience with, with the different things that you've invited into your life. But at the same time, it's kind of true, right? If I'm not enjoying something or if I'm kind of eh about it, why am I spending time on it? Sometimes it's just a habit or something that I'm doing because I'm bored. And then the other category, how do I feel when I interact with this, is coming back to that bad, that crappy, angry, frustrated, tired, sad category. I'd ask you to consider once again, is it worth my time and energy? Yeah, it might be adding value to my life. But if it's making me feel bad all the time, is it worth my time and energy? Or is it worth just less of my time and energy? Can I find a different way to engage with it? Can I find a different way to interact with it? So I know this was a lot. And that's why I've provided detailed show notes. So don't worry if you were driving and were like, wow, that's a lot but hopefully it just got you started in the process of really starting to think about what you're engaging with every day and what information you want to invite into your life, how you want to spend your time and energy and start to think about that. But I'm going to end with two closing questions that we're going to call this an action step. I'd invite you to create a list of what I'm keeping and why and what I'm ditching and why. And the reason I think it's important to create a list with the reason why is so you can come back to it and remind yourself, 
You can be like, oh, yeah, that's why I stopped doing that. Or, oh, yeah, yeah, this makes me feel bad some of the time, but it's adding this to my life and I find that important too. So I hope that you're able to use those questions to help you figure out what you want to keep in your life and what you'd like to eliminate to give you more time and more energy so that you can focus on the things that you want to be doing. For more details, including show notes and that freebie I mentioned that will guide you through your decision about whether or not each specific piece of information or content, whether it's emails, a TV show, a radio, podcast, whatever it is that you're inviting into your life, whether it is worth your time and energy, you can find all of that in the show notes or by going to www.ellen-leonard.com backslash podcast. That's E-L-L-E-N-L-E-O-N-A-R-D.com backslash podcast for the show notes and more. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss out on future episodes full of actionable tips to help you do what you love without sacrificing your health or losing your mind. Thanks so much for listening. And I wish you a healthy, happy and mostly sane week. I'll see you next week.